Welcome to the Be Bold in Business podcast. My name's Samantha Hearn and I'm the host of this amazing channel. I wanted to bring you a place where you hear from myself and other amazing, inspirational business people on their journey to the success they've created. I wanted to bring you the offline journeys to the online successes that we see on social media. I want to create a place where you hear the struggles people have been through, the challenges, the lessons they've learned, the mistakes they've made, so that you know that ordinary people can create extraordinary things every single day, and that it's totally possible for you too. The Be Bold in Business podcast is a place where you are going to hear real, genuine, warts and all stories from some of the most exceptional people in business and how they succeeded anyway. If you are ready to show up in your business, if you are ready to be bold, if you are ready to learn from your mistakes, if you are ready to bounce back and become more resilient, this is the podcast for you. And me, Samantha Hearn, I cannot wait to welcome you, support you, empower and inspire you and share with you the stories that sometimes don't get shared online and give you this real refreshing approach on how building a business sometimes can be hard, sometimes involves failing, sometimes involves struggle, but you can still succeed anyway. So welcome to the Be Bold in Business podcast, and I cannot wait for you to take your invitation to be bold in your business too. So welcome to another episode of the Be Bold in Business podcast. I I literally am so excited about this episode because I, you'll find out why, probably from the title, but definitely from this conversation, why I'm so excited. But before we go too much into that, I just want Amy to introduce herself to you and uh, let her know, let you know a bit about her. Mm, okay, sure. So hello, everyone. Um, I'm Amy and I'm founder of Temple of the Feminine, um, which is a platform for women to reconnect to their feminine energy and their sexuality. So I coach women one-to-one, I run workshops, um, sex magic rituals and um, online courses as well. And I've recently started selling um, yoni crystals, so jade eggs and yoni wands. So yeah, it's an exciting time. So exciting. And just by those words, femininity, sex, magic, yonis, now you know why I'm excited. (laughs) Yeah, just my everyday language now. (laughs) Oh my God, I literally love it. I watch your IGTVs and I'm like, I just can't get enough. Oh, I'll have to make some more. (laughs) Yeah, but obviously we will talk more about that kind of stuff because to be honest with you, as I've explained to you and as all the listeners know, this isn't really a podcast focusing on like business as we know it. It's more about talking to people that are in business about themselves, their energy, their lifestyle, their decisions, how they live off screen. Because I think that's so important that we provide that exposure. But before we go into more questions around the feminine and I just, I just, I want to know the answers to these. So I know that they will too. I kind of do just want to spend a bit of time because since we met, yeah, so much has changed. Um, so much like transformed and I kind of just want to see if you can give a bit of an insight as to, because how you are, the energy that you have now is just so, it's just transformed in so many ways, like what (laughs) you're doing. And I just would love to find out how you found that process because I know as you will know, and I will know, 
sometimes making that transition to being your full self is really quite scary and it's quite yeah. hard to, to do. Yeah. So I'd love to just have your insight really as to how you've got to this point. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? I mean, there's uh, a combination of things, I would say. Um, you know, last week was, a, um, last year, sorry, was a big year for me in terms of like healing my masculine. So, you know, when I talk about the masculine, it's an energy with it within us. Um, that is more about like getting things done, um, being very practical, rational, structured, um, motivated and driven. And I had, you know, like my, my relationship, my masculine was quite wounded and it was showing up in my relationships. So I really kind of pulled back and sort of started to kind of heal those bits for myself and, and provide for myself and, and really sort of plant those seeds and start nurturing this, the soil for, for this growth. Um, and that process was really healing and helped me to step up in, in quite a, a business side. But in terms of like showing up the way that I do, um, which I think maybe is like what you're referring to and saying the things that I say, the more I heal in myself, like particularly around, you know, I feel like a lot of when we hold back is through shame, you know, and I talk about sex and yonis and my experiences and the more comfortable and accepting, deeply accepting I become of myself, I can then share that you know and and so i i go through these processes of you know what what am i hold what do i want to say and why am i and what am i holding back on and why where's the resistance here and and often if you track it back to root there's a bit of an unhealed something a story that i'm telling myself about it and going deeper into that i started working with like quite a core abandonment wound that came up through my relationships and um it's been so powerful because our core wounds, like our childhood wounds, show up in all areas of our lives and they really dictate how we move and how we work and how we show up. And so every time I feel a bit nervous, I want to put something out and I feel nervous, I kind of trap myself and I'm like, this isn't, this is the wound talking, you know, because, you know, I'm afraid that someone's going to judge me or I'm going to be rejected. And I'm like, I kind of sit with myself and talk myself through that process. And then I just think, bucket <laughs> I'm just gonna say it you know this is just needs this this is the piece that needs to move through me and and that's what's going to go out there so it's been a real it's like a constant practice of reclaiming my power reclaiming my voice like it's it's you know the my service is a process in, for myself as well like a deep healing process and you know I show up in a way that is really true to me at that time um, it's very organic. So I don't have um, a huge sort of list of all the things that I'm going to do and talk about um, going forward. It's like, what am I working through? What have I processed? And where, you know, what can I now share with my whole self? Mm. Yeah. So there'll be, there'll be bits that I'm working on now that I don't share because I haven't fully processed them and when I have processed them then I'm like I can speak to this and I can share that with you I think that's so important I talk about that a lot actually about the fact that I and I know that these is, has been some of your experiences just obviously from following you and connecting with you and your energy but social media can be very quick paced you know everything yeah. is um being shared so quickly and I 
similarly to you will always say to, to my community until you're at a point where you can share the experience or the story without without it being so raw to you that you haven't done what needs to be done for yourself yeah then don't share it yet yeah everyone doesn't need to know what's happening in in real time yeah yeah totally and do I you find it do you find that hard sometimes because and obviously when everyone they'll, they'll get your handle and they can start following and they'll and they'll have a bit more of a context to why I'm going down this route in terms of your energy like when you share things I definitely can vouch for that it's so I, I just I just love I actually find it mesmerizing like, just energy is so grounding it's so you it's just so purposeful but but not in a forceful way if that makes sense yeah do you sometimes because you channel so well with yourself do you sometimes get those moments where you think even though I haven't quite got to the end I know someone could benefit do you ever have those callings like yeah and sometimes I share when I'm in the middle of process you know and I share you know that more vulnerable posts about things that are occurring for me and you know sometimes there's just pure heart shares so they're not always informative you know so there is a mix there because you know it's very clear to me that there is no finished product it's and and that is in itself quite the masculine way of thinking like I need to do this 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 and then I'm going to get to this and then I can be this you know like mm. I can be a woman's coach when I've done all this work and I'm here it's like no I'm I'm on a journey too you know we're all on a journey I can just share where I've been and what I've learned and you know what I've experienced in the hope that you know, it might resonate with someone and, and, and support them and help them too and empower them. Um, and it's really interesting what you said about my message being grounded, because that's been like a huge part of my journey with the masculine, like rooting down grounding. And, you know, even when you feel like your inner world, your inner landscape is in emotional turmoil, which it is sometimes, you know, you're feeling insecure, you're feeling vulnerable, you want to show up, you know, having that root so that, you know, the turmoil can be happening and all these thoughts and feelings can be happening, but there's a root there that you can hold on to. Um, and it's like, you know, I'm, I'm centered, I know my purpose, so let it all unfold, you know, you know, sometimes I say things and I'm like, don't know how that's going to be received, or sometimes it's received, it triggers people, and I'm like, okay, stay in your route, you know, just stay true to that, and even if I get it wrong, it's like, well, you'll learn something, you know, if I do get it wrong, and I'm like, God, you know, I'm sure you're the same, sometimes you look back at where you were six months ago, and like, I was saying that, but I'm here now, like, I... <laughs> we grow don't we and I don't think we should wait until we're you know this notion that we have to wait till we're at a certain point to be able to to, sh to share ourselves um I think is a bit more yeah patriarchal like you know I need to get this certificate I need to have gone through this I need to have done that you know we have so many gifts inside of us our uniqueness is our gift you know mm -hmm. even the way the way that we share in our uniqueness is our gift to the world mm. on that I know that there'll be listeners thinking and I totally I totally resonate with that there's so much kind of when this happens I'll do this when I feel like this then I'll act on this and I'm not ready yet and that that constant feeling of being ready and, and waiting yeah. what would be 
a piece of advice that you would tell someone that does feel this kind of pull to just keep waiting to get to that route? Like how, how can they start to really just come back to themselves? Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, it's, it's just remembering what your purpose is, right? So, you know, I guess sort of on a, on a business level, so to speak, you know, being, being able to sort of find your center in your purpose and being able to, to sort of align with that, I suppose. And, you know, rooting down and, and staying centered, it's really getting quite real with yourself as well. So being able to spend time with yourself and understand yourself, um, you know, gaining some self-awareness about what's happening for you. So you don't get so caught up in all these, you know, thoughts and feelings and, you know, other people's processes and thoughts and judgments and opinions and whatnot. And, and being really discerning about, you know, who you have in your life and who, what um, voices and, and opinions and things are you absorbing? And are they supportive? Are they nourishing? Are they nurturing? Are you nourishing and nurturing yourself? Because that's really going to help you to be in your most centered space. You know, if we're constantly beating ourselves up, it's going to be very hard to root down. Mm-hmm. You know, it's as, you know, as cliche as it sounds, you know, self-love really is key to everything. And I actually feel a bit like uh, it, it's too soon to start dismissing self-love as being too fluffy and airy-fairy because absolutely no one has nailed self-love, mm-hmm. right? It's a daily practice. So to start then dismissing it and say that self-love is just fluffy baths and candles, I know it's not, but we're not ready to start (laughs) dismissing self-love because actually you do need to have soothing baths. You know, we, we are constantly overstimulated in our bodies. You know, we're a society that is quite overstimulated and have, or understimulated, you know, anxiety or depression. And so really finding a neutral safe space in your nervous system is rooting down It's you know, finding that space. And so then even when you come out of it, you know, you can come back to that space, you know, and finding the things that help you get back to that space. So having even a list of those things, mm. taking a walk in nature, phoning a friend, journaling, having a cup of tea, like what brings you back to neutral? when the when the emotional turmoil is going is going on because you need to if you want to show up and it feels edgy you know you need to be able to do that put it out and then go and resource yourself you know go and nourish yourself because your system being overstimulated and you being a bit is not going to help you show up Mm. you know (laughs) so true I ask this question on all of the podcasts. This is probably one of the only things that I ask that's kind of consistent, really. Yeah. Uh, have you ever been in a point where you just thought, I don't know if this will work? You know, <laughs> like that, that question. So, so often we see on social media the end result, you know, the, the, the outcome of the struggle or the success after the failures. And it's like, oh my gosh, I'll never get to that point. I just don't know if this will work. And I think it's so easy to forget that, you know, that what we're, you know, the person with a million followers started with none. The person with a successful launch started with a failed one, you know, all of these things, whatever business we're in. But for some people, the gap between where they are to where they want to go feels so big and they just they question you know will this will this work can this work have you ever been or had those thoughts 
Sam, all the time. <laughs> Every time the <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> even now that, you know, before, you know, before lockdown, I was like, right, I need to give this up. It's not going to work. I need to go find a job. Um, but I just recognize these as it's one voice in my, you know, we have many voices. We have many characters going on inside of us that reflect different parts of our experience and different parts of our life. It's just one voice, you know, I, I try not to let these things become me, you know, cause there's a core me that knows that I can be of service that knows, you know, that I have, I just, there's a core me that has real faith. Um, and so when this voice comes up, I'm like, oh, you know, she's back. <laughs> mm -hmm. Hi, that's cool. I hear what you're saying, but we're still going to go forward with what, what the plan was. And I think it is important. You know, I do work with feminine and it's floaty, it's intuitive, you know, but the feminine does not exist without the masculine, you know, and, and, you know, as I was saying about last year, getting my masculine in check, that's like the direction. It's, it's like um, the scaffolding for your feminine to then float and create around. Otherwise, the feminine can blow off in the wind, right? If she doesn't have like the masculine to kind of provide that direction um, and that portal to take the, the creative energy in the flow. So actually having some direction can be really helpful because, you know, that whatever you put out, it might fail, just keep going like you know just keep putting that energy what are the learnings from that we again it's like that idea of like it's just uh, pass or fail like there's you know the in-between is would be like where our feminine energy comes in like what's the lessons what's the learning what's aligning what's not what's flowing what isn't and how can we create something that feels more aligned and how can we do that in another way do you know what? And this is, this is why I was so excited for this because although it's probably, it's a little bit different to the normal type of questions that I'd ask, but I just feel really compelled to make this more of the focus of the interview because I just know for me, but also for so many of the women listening, this will be, I just, you know, when you just know, I just know that yeah. this is the sort of thing that I want to focus on. <laughs> the feminine and the masculine and how we show up as, as women. I, I just, I really want to spend a bit of time digging into that. Oh, yeah. um, and I'd love to use myself as a, a case study to get the conversation going, because I think it's a really good way for the listeners to also potentially put themselves into this conversation and see what they can relate to. Yeah. So when I think about like, my energy, I would say I am much more in my masculine. I'm very, um, I'm very do, 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 like action, go. And I know it's a protection thing. I, I, I need to have an element of control over my life. Um, because when I was younger, I didn't, and it created loss. And, you know, I, I definitely stand a lot more in my masculine yeah. in all areas of my life. However, I'm super creative and I'm super intuitive and I'm really empathic. If somebody was to be upset, I would, I would feel that. I have a real yeah. strong... But I think for me, the balance between the two is what I really struggle with. So I have really strong intuition and really creative ideas and really empathic feelings. And then I have really masculine do, do, do. The, what you were saying about that kind of grounding and, and the, the roots, 
of, of where I am or how that energy balances, that's where I just, I just don't have that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if, if there are, if they if the listeners are thinking, you know, that's me, maybe not to the same extremes as me, but they're either really in their feminine and really in that like nurturing flowing, or they're in that, I need to get stuff done. Like, come on, you know, the two yeah. intensities, is there a way to, to balance these and make them complement one another more? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, just having the awareness of what, what's present in you and what isn't and, and understanding the different aspects of the feminine and masculine and what needs a bit more nurturing in you and what, what needs to be, um, you know, brought, brought up a bit more, what needs to be kind of, yeah, um, amplified in your life, I suppose. And the way I see it is like, they're in a dance together, you know, so sometimes you, you one, we will tend to be dominant in one more than the other. And that's totally fine. But it's just knowing that we're, you know, if we are in our masculine too much, we can end up getting very stressed, we can end up being disconnected from our body, we end up being disconnected from our sexuality, we end up being disconnected from nature and from like our life force from our vitality from dancing from play from singing you know if we're too much in our feminine we tend to like not get a lot of things done we not maybe fulfill our purpose um you know we perhaps can't really provide for ourselves um, we can become over-reliant on masculine figures outside of ourselves um and not really fulfill what we need to fulfill in this in this lifetime you know so uh when one is one is um, dormant or suppressed um, or underactive, it can be unhealthy. But mm. essentially, if they're both present, but one is more dominant, that's not necessarily a bad thing. But it can be useful to be able to 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 tap into whichever one you need to tap into. Mm. Um, you know, and in order to balance them, you know, you can if, as you were saying, you feel more dominant in your masculine, perhaps um you know being able to create <clears throat> more sort of feminine practices in your day-to-day -day, like when you take breaks at work can you sort of maybe just do a free movement dancing practice or give yourself some gentle physical touch or maybe just find some space to rest just sit with your hand on your heart and your womb and breathe because the feminine is just the being as well the being energy so the masculine is do 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 <laughs> yeah and you know what you know we're talking about strong energies it's not easy just to switch from one to the other mm. you know there's a transition when we really want to drop into our feminine um you know there's a transition period so there's like a really slowing down and breathing softening into that space so we need to you know if we need to be in our masculine for our work and then we want to drop into more of a feminine state in the evening you know do you know maybe like having a bath giving yourself some massage um you know doing some gentle free movement so you know when i say you know the feminine is about the body and the masculine is the mind so getting into the body and a lot of people think feel that exercise gets them into the body but it's not getting into the energy and the the felt experience of the body so the body is how we feel the world and our mind is how we think the world. So the masculine is our thinking experience and the feminine is our felt experience. So the feminine is getting in touch with our emotional state. And the two can coexist. We can almost have like a, a conversation between our body and our mind. What's mm -hmm. the mind saying? What's the heart saying? 
a lot of people can resonate with the heart and the head having like conflicting views and you know really tapping into that and listening to them both can help you to keep your masculine and feminine both active right so you you're you're listening and tuning into them both while you're listening to your body you know the heart's a good place to start but your whole body is giving you signals all the time you know when we just stop and drop into the body like what does my body need body might be like I need to sleep <laughs> you know and the mind's like no we've got to get this done <laughs> and yeah. then it's like okay can we can we actually just listen to the body for now we've been within the mind all day let's go with the body you know what's the body saying do you know and saying that as well because I obviously when I think about this you know the podcast is being bold in business but I think the other thing I think is really important is being bold isn't always being the loudest or being bold isn't always being the strongest. Being bold isn't always being the one that is leading from the front. Yeah. Being bold can be the one that is doing what is in alignment with themselves. And that's sometimes the most brave decision. Yes. Yeah. Radical really, you know, to, you know, the way I live my life, society would, probably deem it half the time as depression like you know sometimes I'm creating at 2am in the morning um sometimes I'm sleeping until 11 happy as Larry but just listening to my body's needs and I, I work with my cycle like my my uh, period my moon so the masculine energy is aligned to the sun so gets up in the morning early with sunrise, technically, you know, energy starts to rise and peak throughout the day and then starts to simmer down at nighttime. Whereas the feminine energy is across a month, um, like a, in alignment with the moon um, and has different phases, mm. you know, so we don't, I don't operate the same every day. It's not like I don't get up the same time every day. Like I'm quite dominant in my feminine and that doesn't work for me. Um, and I really struggled with that when I was in a job, like, because some days it was like, I just, I can't, like, I just, my body is telling me so many no's to this, mm. but we, our society is built around the masculine energy. Um, so I kind of, yeah, depending on different times in my cycle, I need more or less sleep. And so I honor that. I just let my body do that. And a lot of people find that really difficult because they think if you're sleeping in that you're missing the day or there's a problem or whatever. But I feel like I'm really nourishing my body and really listening to it. What, yeah. Oh my gosh. I've never, ever, I knew that the sun is masculine and the moon is feminine, but I never processed the two as in the sun is every day and the moon yeah. is month. even though yeah. That's the truth. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. And yeah, so we check, like, the masculine is like, well, they're, they're day, just yeah. they're dictated by the day, and we're dictated by the month, and, and it's different for every woman, and that's, the, like, the feminine is quite chaotic and mysterious. And <laughs> Do you say that you run your business to complement that energy too? So, for example, it, with coaching clients, you'll focus on having those in your the ovulation phase when you've got lots of energy and it's you know is that something that you try and do as well I do but my last month I was two weeks late so it really was that was a real struggle for me because that two weeks was intense um there was a lot happening in the collective as well um with the black lives matter movement um and the 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 issues in with racism in our society and honestly like my womb was just so full I was really 
it was just like I was just ready to burst um so as much as you can plan also the feminine will do what she wants as well you know it's she's quite unpredictable you know I had uh, I thought I was coming on my moon days and then two two yeah. weeks went and it's you know it didn't come for two weeks so it changes things but yeah generally I try to yeah I try to and if I need to I will cancel things you know if my body because I can't be present with my clients and I can't give them what they deserve and show up the way that I would like to show up if I'm not feeling full if I'm not feeling nourished if I've not resourced myself um, if I'm if my cup isn't full I can't be in service Hmm. I have to be in service to myself and then in turn that that puts me back in service to the clients what would you say um when you think about this you know when we look at how we run our businesses and everyone should run their business differently and I say should because I do believe that I don't think that there should be a one-size-fits-all I just think you know we're all very different in how we approach things personalities energies so I I think that the uniqueness is so important. Would you say that there are things though that have contributed to your continuation in business or your consistency in business or just the, the drive to keep going? You know, has, has there been things or habits or rituals or mindsets, affirmations that you think actually if you're in a, in a state where maybe you're listening to this and you have had a tough time and you know, 2020 as a whole has been so challenging and turbulent and unpredictable and heavy in so many ways that it's created a lot more doubt, I think, in people as to how resilient they are, how, how much they can keep going and what should they do next and, and probably force a lot more than we ever would before um, yeah. from that place of fear. If taking that into consideration but also with that aside that fear is something that's so strong for so many are there things that you've done that have just helped ground you when you feel that but also allowed you to keep going when you do have those moments of doubt yeah yeah I mean again it, it sort of comes back to that nourishing nurturing aspect you know I will part of my I've accepted that part of my work is you know processing these emotions and these doubts and these fears that will arise mm -hmm. so it also is acceptance you know if everyone will experience it it's almost um sort of like the charge of having a business you know it's like you know being like is this going to work is this not going to work oh my god and put myself out there it's there's an aliveness there you know it's like a you care true. Yeah. you know you're not just going in and putting in some figures into a computer and then clocking off at five o'clock you yeah, know so true so true and, and there's a reason for that you know there's there's a your heart's in it your soul's in it and that's why you're feeling all these feelings and you know it's it's more about not getting rid of those not or you know not 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 having a goal of getting rid of them but you know how can you nourish yourself how can you hold space for yourself when you post when you go through that um i love to sit in like silent meditation and then i might put like a lovely playlist on and journal i have cacao rituals as well i just nurture and open up my heart and see what flows out and 
that's again connecting to your creativity and uh, you know whatever connects you to your creativity and your inspiration do more of that do what inspires you because that's like your juice that's like your petrol for this work you know for your business you know finding out like get inspired and then you know there's like an expansion there that comes from the heart doesn't it and it's like okay okay I've got it back okay I'm afraid yeah I'm scared it might not work but my heart's open and my heart is open to this so find yeah finding the things that make you feel inspired it will be different for everyone but remembering that that is your what that is part of your job to take time to be inspired and to connect to yourself yes true yeah that's so true take time to be inspired i love yeah, that yeah <laughs> have, you ever been, have you ever been in a situation where because i mean yeah the stuff that you the content that you share the topics that you cover are i for me i would say are quite brave and bold you know? <laughs> um like last week there was a which won't be the last week for you when you listen to this but last week you did an igtv all about how to resensitize your vagina yeah and I was like, oh my god amy like <laughs> yes but it for me and this is where perception comes in because my perception is that is so brave you know like i i couldn't do that that's what i think and i know that that's what my clients will think when they see other people talking about email marketing whatever it might be yeah. oh i can do that or yeah. that's just too brave when you're when you know you're sharing something like that, you know, that has got this kind of like poignant message, that's got this real shift of energy, that's just, it's something that you know is going to get that like pizzazz, you know, like that zhuzh of like, you know, do you ever, how do you protect your boundaries and your energy from the people that create judgment? And I just want to talk about that a little bit. Like, again, whatever it is, whether it's talking about money or your success in business, whether it's talking about buying a house, whether it's whatever you're doing in your business that you feel like you're going to create a strong opinion of people yeah. that will be like, yes, or people that are like, what are you doing? How do you stay in that energy of I'm sharing it because it feels right for me and not allow, and this is for myself as well, and not allow the opinions and the projections of others to almost taint that experience for you, like, taint that magic that you're creating yeah and I mean it's a really good question because like you know judgments and opinions they still do trigger me but you know the fact is things will always trigger us um and you're not gonna please everyone but mm. and you know it's it's remembering that whenever you're strong in something whenever you're strong in a message and an opinion people you're gonna trigger people you know, when we're being passive and we're being airy-fairy and not really speaking up and we're not really saying our truth, we're not offending anyone, <laughs> you know, but we're really not impacting anyone either, you know? And so what I want to do is share this message for women because I really, really, really believe in it, right? And I will take the triggers and the judgments um, as part and parcel of that, you know? It's like, if I can, if this message can reach someone, if this message can help someone, then I'll take, you know, people be judging me. Um, and again, it's like, I, it's self-love. And when I say self-love, I sit and write no, letters to myself 
you know, because the part that cares about the judgments is, is an old part of me, you know, it will be like my younger self, you know, because I know that what I'm sharing is healthy and, you know, and, and anyone who has a judgment is just coming from their projections, but mm. I'm also human. So I'm, I'm going to feel triggered. I have a thing where I want people to like me. Everyone does, but I also have to know that that is not all of me. And, you know, what, the, what really matters is that I've got my back you know, and, and, and that I believe in what I'm sharing and that I am going to love myself and accept myself, even if I get it wrong. And even if I fail, I've got me like, and this is like a really, you know, it's a daily, you know, this relationship that I have with myself, I work on every day, mm. you know, in like looking after myself, having my back. And I, I have some I'm really amazing friends, you know, that I can jump on the phone to and process and be like, I'm triggered. And they're like, you know what, I've got you, let's, you know, let's talk through it or whatever. But, you know, I, I have to have myself as well through this, you know, and it, get, it does get easier. You know, it can just be, I, I do a lot of sort of body work. Like I will feel triggered, you know, I will feel like, Ugh! and I, but I just recognize it. Something's happening. I'm having a process. I might dance. I might shake it off. Um, you know, put the phone down, go and walk out in nature in the grand scheme of the whole world, you know, sometimes it's like, okay, it's okay. It's not going to kill me. It's fine. <laughs> Keep going with my purpose and writing out your purpose and your why regularly can help to really affirm it in yourself. Mm. Um, so that the other things that go on around that don't pull you off your center too much. Yeah. I've just written three notes. Actually, I was writing as you were talking. <laughs> Um, the first one, if you're not offending anyone, you're also not truly impacting anyone. I think that's yeah. so, so true. But yeah, but sometimes we do forget that, that the impact yeah. is, is what really needs to count. I wrote that down. Yeah. yeah. I also wrote down, people pleasing is not all of me. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a statement we tell ourselves, you know, oh, I'm, I'm a people pleaser. <laughs> I, I do that. I say that. But actually, that's not all of me. No. It's a behavior, isn't it? It's like, yeah. oh, if I see this behavior is coming out right now. You yeah. know, yeah. How, can I, how can I do something different? Yeah, yeah. How can I, how can I pull that, that energy back to my center? Because people please in this very outward energy, like, I want my, you know, um, you're all out there. You're like spilling out, you know, and how can I pull that energy back in and make it more useful? Yeah, so true. I've written that down as well. <laughs> uh, and then the other thing I wrote down, which I think, throughout the whole of this time on this on this podcast so far that there's two words that just stand out to me when you're giving your experiences your advice your you know almost just methods for growth yeah. is awareness yep and acceptance yeah that's it you know and i think a lot of the work that i do is about accepting ourselves yeah but it's something that we just don't do amy like we don't we don't sit do you know what i mean it sounds yeah. so simple but even when i write that down awareness and acceptance i don't spend enough time just accepting what i'm doing i'm just i just i really don't i don't ever just think this is okay you know like even when i'm on my period i just carry on going at the same rate yeah i'm <laughs> in my masculine i just keep going 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 but yeah. i think that is and I'm, you know, I'm aware of myself. I'm very self-aware, but I'm not aware of my 
energy and my boundaries sometimes I yeah. just carry on you know and, and I think that's so important awareness and acceptance of the bigger picture yeah yeah and I think you know it, it becomes like when you said it's sort of about energy and boundaries that is tuning into the feminine it's like what, yeah. what am I feeling and actually where is my edge am I actually exhausted but I'm not feeling that or am I actually like feeling too full you know when we start to get a bit sort of snappy or agitated or um you know it's like you're probably full like you're probably uh, like you've been like giving out like when I say full as in like I can't take on any more but yeah. you're empty in terms of your own resources oh totally yeah. and I think <laughs> I definitely I, I mean I don't know there will be people that can relate to this I'm sure but I avoided my feminine for so long because I knew what she would tell me yeah I wasn't ready to hear it I, I wasn't yeah. ready to hear that I needed to slow down or I needed to love myself more I needed to forgive yeah. I needed to I needed to, to to focus on my own healing I wasn't ready to hear that yeah yeah so I, I for so long I did focus so heavily on keep keeping on going yeah um and i think that that's why the awareness and acceptance has stood out for me because like i said near the start you know being bold isn't always just being the one that's standing at the front and being the first one in the line it's it is being able to say do you know what i need some time and i'm going to take it yeah yeah totally and you know the, the like what you're saying about the sort of resistance to the feminine as well the feminine is emotion mm. and so it is about feeling the things that have not been felt um and that's big you know and mm -hmm. and that's why you know don't do this without self-love you know because this isn't um like uh, a tor a, a journey of torture you know it's like this is a journey of self-acceptance and, and self-awareness and self-love um and you know even just accepting like oh okay yeah my masculine is in this place and, and my feminine is in this place like you know our awareness of these things the the way that we kind of beat ourselves up over them is the stories we attach to it when we're just yeah. aware of something and we accept it, we're like, oh, this is what's happening. You know, it's like, but we tend to then run loads of stories. This must mean I'm this, this must mean I'm that. Why am I not doing this? Why am I not doing that? And that's the, you know, that's where it gets um, really difficult, really challenging. And so you know, I, I just have never met a woman who isn't hard on herself. I just haven't. I've never, I've never, you know, we're all way too hard on ourselves. And um, that's so true. The stories, women do yeah. that a lot. You know, the, yeah. we can't, there's never just a reason that it is. We've, we then attach this extra meaning. Yeah. Then the overthinking and the questioning. And the, that is such a good point. When you have that truth. We ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's catching that, you know, and again, not judging yourself for doing that, just mm. catching it and being aware, accepting, and just, can you, can you choose something more loving to tell yourself? You oh, know? I love that. <laughs> I, honestly, I, I feel like I've basically just had a conversation with you, to be honest, about myself. <laughs> People are like, all right, Sam, like not really got anything for ourselves here, just hearing about yourself. <laughs> 
honestly, I just, I mean, I, I probably need to actually get you on again to talk about all the stuff that was supposed yeah. to <laughs> I just, yeah, I just think it's so, there's just so much to it. Yeah. It's just, it's yeah. not 45 minute quick conversation and you can unpack yeah. everything. You know, and, and all this for anyone who's listening, all this is, is groundwork for opening up sexually. If you, if you come and see my messages and stuff like you're not going to, op- cause that's the work I do. Obviously yeah. you're not going to open up sexually. If you're constantly beating yourself up your body, you're not going to open up sexually. If you're, you're not, you're not connected to your body, you know, mm. it's a deep, deep process of, of building a safe, intimate, loving relationship with yourself. Mm. And, and I that- you talk about that a lot, you know, the fact yeah. that, because I think that's true. Touching a certain button or a certain part of your skin, it's not about that. It's very, very psychological, physiological that, you know, it's about creating a safe space with yourself. And I think that, and that's definitely, I think the thing that is the most enlightening, I think about the message that actually, because yeah, for so long, sex is something that is just an act or a, a process and, there is a lot of shame and the stories and what you were told when you grew up and things like that. And I think unpacking, I mean, that's a whole nother episode, but it's true. You can't fully express who we are as beings. If there is this element, this block. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. And you know, that the last bit that I shared about the, the attacking thoughts and catching them and choosing something different, that really is a key practice for me. You know, when you were asking about how I manage the fear and the judgments, you know, they're not mine. You know, if somebody judges me, that's their judgment and their opinion and they're entitled to it. And it can be difficult not to take that on and not to be affected. But when I start to let that become an attack on myself through my own thoughts, I catch them and I give myself, I choose something nicer to tell myself. You know, I just, you know, it's, I just got to this point where it's like, I don't even care. I will have these different conversations with myself, these different parts of myself. I don't care how wrong you get it, Amy. I don't care how many times you fuck up. I've got you and I love you and I'm I'm here for you. And that's just, yeah, that, that's just like, that's radical really for for women to do. Totally. I mean, (laughs) when do we ever do that? I I don't ever say that to myself. When something goes wrong, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, what is wrong with you? Like, come on, like, you need to know better. Whereas I have got my own back. Like, for God's sake. Yeah. 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 Really do sit and think about it. Like, yeah, that is revolutionary. <laughs> yeah. We don't okay. do that. I hug myself as well. It's okay, Amy. I've got you. Don't worry. It's fine. Relax. We've got this. <laughs> that is, do you know, that's the thing. I, honestly, I could, I could literally talk to you all day. <laughs> I have so many more questions, but I feel, oh. like I, I feel like the feminine and masculine is a really good starting point. Yeah, you know, really good. What, you know, what we've been speaking about and also for people to just have an introduction to actually what this really means. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, for me, the feminine and masculine are a roadmap. It's not a, again, it's not a place to get to. It's just, mm. it's, it's how you, how you can conceptualize these different polar, polar forces, these polarities inside of you that when they're in harmony creates the spark of life. So that's it. When, when the feminine and masculine are off, you don't have that spark of life, life force, energy, vitality. When they're harmonized, even if one is a little bit more dominant, that's when you've got the life, the vitality. That's when you're kind of experiencing 
you know the expansion and the the fulfilling um part of our existence mm -hmm. but just using them as a roadmap you know for the past like most of lockdown i've pro i've been more dominant in my masculine i would say because i've been very much putting up courses and things and so it's just interesting actually to see me operate in that space mm -hmm. and then to be like whoa it's taking me a longer time to wind down into my body from that space mm -hmm. i'm like ah oh, it's just interesting to observe that and then that gives me more to to share around it as well like yeah i, I get it i've been on my you know and how do i transition then you know and i can share that as well with, with my clients like yeah it, it does t you know if you're working all day like hacking at the computer creating something although it's creative energy you're action in it so you're in your masculine so you're not going to be in like surrender and receive and and you know it takes a bit of time to then drop and simmer into that energy you know the feminine is like a blossoming so when she doesn't just like the rose doesn't just like bang appear in your face you know my, my rose is literally like a tiny bud i i don't take <laughs> enough time for her for, to just actually you know just like oh yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah. and you know yeah it, it, she does take time and sometimes she doesn't want to be out there you know like with all flowers they they have their time for blossoming and you know even as the rosebud there's a beauty in that and there's a beauty in the process you know, the feminine is nature, like a reflection, you know, the um, mother earth is feminine energy and, and watching the cycles and seeing the beauty in every, every part of that cycle and the, the sort of the shedding, the birthing, the life and the death, you know, the, 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 the real honoring of all of that, not just the summer, not just the blossom, you know, honoring every yeah. part of that is the feminine yeah that's so true oh honestly i have to i mean I, this i could because then i have even more to say about that but i just need to stop <laughs> yeah. um honestly i i'm so grateful to have this conversation i really love having these conversations and actually having some time with you not just on instagram you know like actually soaking <laughs> up some of your goodness but I, I really do appreciate you sharing your energy and your wisdom and your light with on this podcast as well thank you oh thank you so much for having me honestly yeah thank you for asking me when you asked i was like yes <laughs> let's do this <laughs> so and, I really appreciate it. and i would love to get you on again to talk more around the the sexuality part and the because yeah. I think it's so important for women and it's such a bigger mission but i feel like this is yeah. a really good um a good space to create that awareness and then you yeah know. i think it ties in nicely i think it's really yeah. nice to, to hear this mm -hmm. and then move into yeah the kind of deeper than sexual work as well oh well it really does need the foundation you know face people then we'll be talking about vaginas and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i am going to leave all of your um like handles so then people can, can consume everything you're doing on on socials anyway and connect with you Absolutely. i think yeah I'm, I'm one of those people i sit and i'm like she's done an igtv and i'm there Aww. 20 minutes like <laughs> but yeah no honestly yeah. and i hope you have an amazing rest of your day too Thank you, Sam. You too. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Running a business can be hard and running a business alone as a solopreneur is even harder. If you are fed up of figuring it out on your own, making mistakes and struggling alone, trying to learn as you go, taking one step forward and feel like you take two steps backwards, there is always more that we can learn together. 
The BMA is the place for you. I'm extending a warm invite for you to join the place for female entrepreneurs to support and empower one another, to seek high level coaching and mentorship from me, and to have access to invaluable resources, templates, and worksheets for you to succeed, scale your businesses, and grow together. As an affordable, low investment every month, the BMA couldn't be more perfect for you. The Bold Moves Academy is focused at coaching female entrepreneurs in what they need most to accelerate their business and make the progress they deserve. Building a successful business doesn't have to be lonely and it certainly doesn't have to be complicated. I can't wait to see you inside the BMA today.